Good day and welcome to A Travel Companion, the uh, podcast where we talk about this week in sustainable travel. Uh, we will also touch on organizations, people that are trying to do the right thing. Um, myself, I just came back from Vietnam. I uh, got a mild virus there. I'm now fully recovered. Uh, my first guest now that I'm back here in London is Mani Mahash uh, of the organization Green People. Um, they have a number of initiatives. Uh, we will talk about two of them. One is Goat Village. Uh, which won the gold award at WTM London, the World Responsible Tourism Awards 2019. And that was under the category Best for Benefiting Local People. Um, calling Manny um, in Nak Tiba, which at 3,022 meters is the highest peak in the Himalayan region of Uttarakhand State. That's in India. Um, the call was cut off numerous times. Uh, the quality was not the best, but please stay with us because what he is doing is actually quite amazing and he has been awarded for that um if you would like to support our podcast please go to the website at podcasts.earth um if you're feeling generous you can buy me a coffee uh, now then without further ado um here is the podcast with Manny Mahesh I'm here with uh, Manny Manny Mahesh yes That's right. Good. And you're co-founder of uh, Bakri Shop Natural Products and head of communications at um, Green People. Um, now, I met your colleague, mm -hmm. uh, Jack Mohandasing at the uh, WTM, that's the World Travel Market in London, uh, where one of your initiatives, the uh, Goat Village, um, won the Gold Award um, at the World Responsible mm -hmm. Tourism Awards. Uh, it was for the category uh, Best for Benefiting Local People. But I believe that uh, you're actually shortlisted um, uh, across all the categories. So, first of all, congratulations um, uh, with that. Thank you. Thank you, Peter. It's a pleasure to be with you uh, here. So there's a lot of lot of news at the moment. Uh, obviously, the COP meeting, COP25, uh, just started um, in, in Spain. And um, an article um, from Oxfam, mm -hmm. and they revealed that mm -hmm. uh, 20 million people uh, have been displaced mm -hmm. uh, and are displaced each year. And that's by extreme weather events. And that can be wildfires, that can be cyclones, it can be uh, flooding uh, as well. Mm -hmm. and, and they say this is a direct effect of, um, of climate change. Um, whether or not uh, people believe that the effects are devastating of, 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 of these disasters of uh, flooding. And from what I've seen, um, and correct me if, if I'm wrong, the, um, uh, the initiative um, started, as a matter of fact, um, with one of the uh, flooding uh, in one of the villages. Is that, is, that, is that correct? Can you tell me a little bit more about that? Uh, um, that's right. In 2013, uh, one of the uh, villages in the in the state of Uttarakhand in India, uh, in in a very popular pilgrimage uh, destination called Kedarnath, was heavily hit by one of the major natural calamities we have ever seen in India. It, it, it was a huge catastrophe in itself. Mm -hmm. And another problem which had been there was actually out migration from from the villages in in Uttarakhand. And the problem used to exist before as well, but after this. Uh, Uh, catastrophic, the problem uh, of my out-migration from the villages just accelerated. So one of uh, a co-team members, in fact, a founder, Mr. Rupesh Rai, he was uh, 
he was enlightened one of the villages in and he was able, able to understand the impact of humans on ecology and in and and you know the actual uh, out migration and and that's when we had uh, started yeah so these villages basically they turned into 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 ghost villages if if i'm correct they were basically basically abandoned uh, which is obviously yeah that's the term which has been given yeah obviously what you what what you're doing um is really um rehabilitating these these abandoned uh, villages uh, and um working on reverse migration and it started off obviously from what i saw on the website um with this mm-hmm. one 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 village um the the goat mm-hmm. village but what i understand now um, is that there are quite a few of these villages. So the, your your project has been very successful so far. Is that is that is that something that that would be correct to say? Or uh, yes, so far you can say that uh, our project uh, has been the only successful uh, model of reverse migration in the state. So we are transforming. We started with one of the places in um, in in, um, in the destination called Naktaba, and from there the project started scaling up in various dimensions. And the other vertical, uh, a bakri chap, uh, which is the agro or the farm produce uh, vertical, providing a direct market linkage to the small and marginalized farmers who are operating or who, who are in the same ecosystems where we are operating our farm retreat. From what I understand, how you started off is with a campaign where you basically said you can pay what you like. And I'm, I'm bringing this up because mm-hmm. I, I am Dutch. And mm-hmm. if, if I can not pay for something, uh, you know, the Dutch are typically very, mm-hmm. very tight in money, as, as are the Scottish and the Irish. We're known for this. Uh, I might just come on, on a holiday there and say, well, I'm not paying anything. Um, how, how, do, how does that work? Do people do that or do they... Yeah, so we started in a place uh, called Naktiba, which is uh, a lesser-known uh, hamlet, uh, three to four hours on the road from the, the nearest airport or railway station. And okay. uh, they used to build some ornate houses, which used to, uh, you know, uh, sustain uh, natural calamities like earthquakes and flash floods. And the village where we started, the village itself was abandoned for the last, for more than last uh, 20 years, practically. Mm-hmm. So there were challenges. There one has to trek for two kilometers, uh, you know, right in the wilderness. Mm-hmm. And 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 when you reach the goat village, you see these traditional ornate houses, which we had revived with, of course, some modern survival elements, like yeah. uh, you know, an clean bathroom. And uh, when one reaches there, there's absolutely no electricity. No electricity. No, still there's still no electricity. There's still no electricity, and and it's by design and. So for the local for the locals um, for them it was a very alien con- concept back yeah. then that how can you do tourism with you know no road no electricity and no conventional comforts. Uh-huh. So does that no, that means no electricity means no television either and no no internet either. Of course, right? no yeah. Wi-Fi. <laughs> wow! So so if you go, you yeah. go away from the world almost, isn't it? Yeah, almost you go away from the world and uh, detoxing of the internet. We call it digital detox. <laughs> okay, brilliant. Okay. So, and and the idea was also to not just do tourism or not just draw tourists uh, tourists uh, to these lands. Right. So, to get a very right kind of segment of travelers, we knew that you know uh, this is the concept, and and we launched uh, our operations back in twenty uh, back in mid. Uh, 2016, mm-hmm. and uh, we uh, launched a unique initiative called Pay What You Like for the Traveler. So, uh, as a traveler, as a guest, there is 
no compulsion of payment you can uh, evaluate the degree of uh, contentment you have achieved through your experience yeah. and you can pay what you like by the wow. end of your stay okay and so this pay what you like the moment you launched it it was covered by some um, you know a uh, magazine it it we started getting a lot of phone calls a lot of curious travelers who would you know like to come and experience something of this sort so um, an amalgamation of rural tourism farm tourism agro tourism and of course uh, with some responsible uh, tourism guidelines as well do you still do you still have that scheme in place right now um, pay what you like or No so after a year of uh, pay what you like to make it sustainable we uh, uh, so now we have a, a set tariff uh, for, for the experience uh, so whatever you know an average uh, price point we started getting over a year yeah. from the customers uh, we made that uh, you know a tariff for the place mm-hmm. for, for the goat village naptiba and and at the moment we are operating in nine different destinations uh, under three brands one is the goat village second yep. is a tgv escape which is extension of the goat villages mm-hmm. and third extension is called tgv hideouts okay okay and what's the difference between the three um so uh, despite of being as i said we are a for profit organization and and uh, for profit impact organization i would yeah. say and and the moment um, and and despite of that the amount of prolonged employment and you know mm-hmm. uh, prolonged employment in the village ecosystem and and the kind of social equity which we generated with initiatives uh, such as uh, Uh, Bakri Swamwar, which is the marriage of courts, we can talk about it. Yeah, that's another initiative huh? that seems to be very successful as well. How many, how many years have you done that? We have done two editions of Bakri Swamwar in the last three okay. years. Uh, Bakri Swamwar, the goat marriage, are two editions. And mm-hmm. uh, by the destination, when we started, you know, interestingly, it used to receive 12 to 1500 trekkers in a year. And within three years of our innovative destination marketing, that footfall has exploded to 54,000 plus people coming in that destination annually, which has... Fifty-four thousand from that went from from um, for a little bit over a thousand to fifty-four thousand people. That is amazing. Yeah, and that has led to activation uh, of more than one hundred and nine community-run homestays. Yeah. Uh, so what we did, we 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 were constantly working on uh, you know the skill development of local villagers. Mm-hmm. We uh, we've been sending young boys and girls to one of the finest. Uh, hotel brands in north india one of the finest agriculture and cattle rearing institutes in asia so it is it was very important for us to make make the local villagers understand uh, that okay the you know the modern city slicker who's traveling all the way and then trekking 2 kilometers or uh, these many meters or kilometers to reach your village mm-hmm. he or she is coming to see not he, he or she is not coming to see your uh, see some kind of you know concrete jungle or your steam or your jacuzzi or swimming pool but that person is coming to see your culture yeah. to see what you're eating what you're wearing your you know you know beliefs your your festivals yeah. so so that that uh, that belief we were we were able to reinstate by bringing over the right kind of travelers to that place mm-hmm. and uh, to to that destination i would say mm-hmm. and uh, So yes, these 109 homes, uh, homestays, and uh, how, ma- how many? Sorry, 109. You say now, or yeah, these are not directly managed by us. These are being managed by the local communities. By we local communities. To do, uh, and you know, yeah. So we just did a constant skill development. From what I understood just now, you're sending out um, some of the local population um, to learn uh, fine cooking, fine dining skills, uh, which they can implement uh, within the homestays. Is that? 
he not really fine winding dining skills but we okay. wanted them to lose that uh, inhibition or the 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 feeling you know a villager would get uh, the intimi- the feeling of intimidation a villager would get when he or she sees uh-huh. say some somebody sees somebody who he thinks is superior to him mm-hmm. so it was very important for us to make them understand that uh, you know the right kind of traveler or the evolved or responsible tourist will come to your place yeah. if it is not polluted if it if it if, if it is not uh, you know uh, uh, modernized Mm-hmm. So, uh, so it was very important for us to make them understand to uh, be able to for them to be able to retain their rustic, uh, you know, uh, charm, uh, and and they're very hospitable people, anyways. And yeah. so, the whole idea was to give them some level of exposure from from these hotels. Yeah, people come to the to to say the goat village, and they they basically see the traditional way of these villages, and they can experience that without. Um, without being connected to the internet, but totally digital detox involving yourself in a community um, that that has been going for a long, long time. Traditional, traditional tourism, basically. And a lot of people are coming there to. Uh, they, they, a lot of people are bringing their kids to these destinations, to the goat villages, yeah. uh, to make them understand that how uh, a typical farm would work, work like to you know to orient the generation to the next generation to uh, uh, you know uh, experiences like uh, these where you can go to the farm, harvest your own vegetable, and uh, have it cooked for you. Right. So it's also uh, uh, farm tourism. Farm tourism, burned, burned. And if I may ask, um, we have um, obviously um, a, a lot of, a lot of tourists. Um, I think it was in last latest figures were from 2017. Um, we had something like 10 million people coming to uh, to to India, um, and 80 million Indians travel uh, traveling as well <laughs> around the world. Um, the, the tourists that you get in your villages and. Um, are they foreigners uh, who go trekking? Because I, b- I believe it's right there at the Nakateba uh, track. Uh, or are they local people that come to see um, the traditional ways? So it's a mix of both. Nakateba is a trek route. So a lot of uh, uh, non-Indians, a lot of foreigners are coming to uh, uh, to experience uh, the, the trek, to experience a rural vill- Himalayan village life, to mm-hmm. experience the these cultures, yep. and all, and, and also to experience uh, the kind of food we serve. Mm-hmm. Food is one of the highlights uh, highlights at the goat villages. If you uh, yeah, if you ask me, what is there in food? Our food menus are very. Uh, our food menus are not at all you know elaborated. Our food menus are very. Uh, Minimal, I would say, but full of, uh, you know, vibrant and rich millets, pulses, cereals, uh, which are now also being called superfoods that are grown in Himalayas but by small farmers. Well, menus uh, largely comprised of because, uh, uh, indigenous, traditional uh, Himalayan or Indian millets and cereals, which uh, we are cooking in traditional way as well as in, uh, in a very modern fusion way as well. So food is one of the highlights. Uh, a lot of our... Destination which we are managing. Yeah. We also serve a lot of, uh, you know, predominant plant-based menus. So that's one of the speciality. So uh, vegan. A lot of people come yeah. for. Uh, ex- yes, you can say that. Okay. And a lot of people are coming for yoga retreats because uh, these places are far away from the roads. There's no, as I said, no electricity, no. Uh, you know, sound of or noise of uh, vehicles or cars. A lot of people are coming for meditation. Mm-hmm. 
uh, a lot of people are coming on um, this self-actualization sabbaticals. Uh, you know, we have a program which helped a lot uh, uh, in making uh, these uh, these places visible. It's mm-hmm. called Be My Volunteer Village Manager, which invites people from all across the globe mm-hmm. who want to work on the site. Yeah. As a volunteer village host or a manager, okay. uh, they manage the properties for us, and they also develop as trainers for the local village members. So they are learning as at the same time they are contributing to the local uh, ecosystems through us. That's great. So they volunteer, and how how what what kind of um, time period do they normally typically uh, volunteer for? Is that is that a couple of weeks, or is that a month, or a year, or yeah, one month? can come ranging from one week to a month to three months, and and. Uh-huh. One can stay on, yeah. Okay, that, that, I come in as a volunteer, Peter. Yeah, that, <laughs> my journey started uh, three years back. I, I was uh, one of the first lot of volunteers. I was among them. You, you were one of one of the volunteers yourself. That's right. I had come to Nagtib as a trekker. I was working in in the national capital back then. I yeah. I started off my career as a radio jockey with one of the uh, some stations, and yeah. uh, it was one of the weekend escapes for me. More than three, little more than three years back, and. Yeah. Then uh, after that trek experience, I had come as a volunteer, mm-hmm. and and then I co-founded Bakri Chap, and and uh, I'm part of the co-founding team uh, with Green People now. It's been a little more than three years. Wow. Okay. That 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 that's that's brilliant. So uh, there might there might be a lot of people coming there as a volunteer and staying on afterwards as well. Um, obviously, the organization is growing from what I can see. So. That that sounds great. Um, there are a lot of talk nowadays, I must say, um, about uh, how to travel uh, without destroying uh, uh, the planet. And uh, there was an article actually on CNN uh, talking about greening our vacation. So if you go somewhere, um, you you should really travel more sustainable. You uh, have to make it count. And it's crucial as well, what they say, is to get off the uh, off the beaten uh, 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 path. So if I may ask, if I would arrive in India uh, as one of the 10 million uh, visitors uh, that, that, that come to India each year, how do I get from Delhi um, to one of your villages? Um, can I get there by public transport? Or? Uh, yes. So from Delhi, you can take um, an overnight bus or a train or a flight to Dehradun and uh, from Dehradun, there are uh, public transportation as well as private uh, uh, taxi uh, options available as well. Mm-hmm. And each goat village and hideout has some amount of walk or a hike uh, uh, for one to be able to reach the place. Fantastic. So you're basically ticking all all the boxes from from um, uh, from what I can 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 see. You give back to um, to 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 the community. Um, you build up these uh, villages, uh, which, which seems to be quite quite a problem in a lot of countries. Uh, villages are emptying out, be it devastation, being it that people just move to 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 to, to cities. Italy has 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 a lot of villages that are uh, emptying out, and they having uh, different schemes. They are selling their houses there for for one euro fifty yeah. or something like that. Um, but what you're doing obviously is is, is working um, very well and is directly giving back to the people. Now, you, you talk about uh, another project um, that, that you're working on, and from um, uh, you're also the co-founder, obviously, of well, Bakri Shap uh, Natural Products. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have Bakri Shma Yam Avar, do I pronounce that correct? Marriage of Bakri goats? Or? The good marriage, yeah. yeah what is that? What mm-hmm. is that? Can you uh, elaborate a little bit on that uh, on that part? 
so one of the major reasons peter we realized of uh, out migration is uh, that the locals are losing the sense of pride they used to have in their traditional uh, professions the you know yeah. um, the traditional and very very sustainable professions i would say uh, beat agriculture or horticulture or cattle rearing or some kind of art form or dance form or pottery so to say so we uh, wanted to uh, very much link uh, their traditional uh, profession the uh, indigenous professions with tourism mm-hmm. and so bakri swayamvar is actually the the wedding of wedding of goats which we are doing with the purpose of uh, gene implo- gene gene pool improvisation of the goats okay. and also to instill also to instill a sense of pride among the goat herders communities about their cultures mm-hmm. so what started off as a quirky uh, started off as a quirky method to you know work around the gene pool and also educate well, well, them well, that when you talk about that when you talk about uh, work around a gene pool um just just for people who might be listening and and they don't know why you do why why what is it why is that necessary um to work around the gene pool um is there a particular reason for that or so the young generation in these regions in these villages is not seeing these uh, traditional professions as very uh, so to say white collar jobs anymore Mm-hmm. to 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 bring that kind of trend back in you that you know uh, no activism or no uh, preaching is going to help there has to be some social engineering in in these ecosystems mm-hmm. and and uh, the villagers who the villagers also need to be educated that uh, right now if they're using the the, the goats uh, or the animal or the cattle for their meat it is a it is a one time settlement for them when uh, uh, from business point of view but if they are able to do goat milk and goat cheese that's going to be a recurring income for them and that could be a very sustainable green eco- economy which could be developed developed in these villages so we wanted to address these issues and uh, what started so this even started off more on the lines of animal husbandry uh, you know and we did not uh, expect that it would or we did not anticipate that it this would end up becoming a tourism festival mm-hmm. so in addition one uh, in the season one of bakri swayamvar or the goat marriage we married three goats named uh, named after three famous bollywood actresses uh, katrina dipika and priyanka and uh, in addition to we married ali ashraf hankan and again three uh, named after three bollywood actresses and um and it Uh, both these seasons received huge amount of uh, you know ga- gathering uh, of the locals who came mm-hmm. from all the parts of the state out of curiosity sheer cu- curiosity and then a lot of tourists and visitors as well from india as well as abroad who wanted to see something of this sort you know goats getting wedded although it was a, sim- uh, a symbolical uh, wedding event but there was a lot of uh, news about it and now in fact you know if you look at google about bakri swamber mm-hmm. um, you will find more than 28000 uh, search results in both english and hindi combined wow. on google in just 3 years of its existence and a lot of um, universities and academic institutions are picking it up as an as an interesting case study for their for the students mm-hmm. that 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 makes sense how how long does that normally last how many how many days is it normally the um, goats goats um Uh, a marriage the event is it uh, one day two days three days um yeah the last two editions were uh, each was a one day event the yep. next uh, season season 3 we are going to do in in in, uh, in march 2020 yep. which is likely to be a two day event okay. but we'll um, announce uh, we'll share more about it uh, soon as we uh, are sure M- march 2020 you say correct 
Yes, March 2020. Where, where can people find out about uh, about this? Is there is there the, the website? Uh, I've got here the Goat Village, but there must be some other websites that uh, there might information. Um... Uh, we do have a website, the uh, goat www dot com. But yep. information of uh, information about Bakri Swam, uh, the next season is available on should be uh, soon up on uh, social media uh, handles. Mm-hmm. If you want me to share, I can. Yeah, it's on, on Facebook and Twitter. I've got I've got a few links here, which I'll uh, put in the in the in the show notes uh, as well um so if if there's a lot of people coming there where do you where do you um where do these people um sleep because from what i understood there's like just over a hundred um homestays at the moment yeah. so where do all the all the visitors um, mm-hmm. stay when they come to the uh, goat marriage so the people uh, coming to the goat wedding can stay in the goat village. They can stay in the local uh, homestays, family mm-hmm. trees, and they can also. Uh, so ne- next edition uh, of Bakri Swamway we're going to do in a uh, close uh, to a place called Masuri, which is already a popular, uh, you know, uh, tourism uh, uh, tourist destination. The last two seasons we had done in in, in close to the goat village Naktaba. Mm-hmm. So most of the wedding guests who had come in the last two seasons they had stayed in the village ecosystems and with us. Mm-hmm. But for the next edition of Pakri Swamwe, people will have a lot of options because uh, the destination Masuri uh, has a lot of hotels and, uh, you know, uh, resorts and places for people to stay. So we, we might also have some hospitality partners and we'll share, uh, we'll keep sharing information about it as we go. So there'll be ample amount of options for people. Is there is there a certain dress code that is required to um, come to the event, or like a normal marriage? Or? Yeah, we might have, <laughs> we might have, not yet, but we might have for this season. But of course, people can uh, come over and dress up uh, uh, in the local way, and you know, getting into local attires and form. Yeah. That will be the best way. Okay. And the wedding is done in a, a more or less conventional. Um, or how a typical village uh, wedding would look like. The only intervention we are doing is we are making Bakri Swamber a zero-waste event. Uh, interestingly, the second season of Bakri Swamber was a 100% zero-waste event, and yeah. even the dining and cutlery material we used was all compostable. Mm-hmm. So there was no non-biodegradable material in the village. So with this, we also setting out a message in the village community that you can do weddings and similar kind of events without, you know, uh, harmful uh, uh, materials or products. Yeah, yeah, no, that's very, very, very important. And is there music um, uh, involved and uh, other... Uh, yes, there is yeah. local music, there is local dance, there yeah. is, uh, you know, um, uh, there are local singers and performers who are, uh, um, you know... Uh, on the stage performing all the time there are uh, so each goat so I'll, I'll share more about it, it is so Swamvar mm-hmm. Bakri Swamvar Bakri means uh, the goat and Swamvar mm-hmm. is an ancient Indian way of wedding where a princess where the princesses used to have the liberty to choose their groom from the lined up grooms so uh, so we are letting our goat princesses choose from the lined up male grooms <laughs> so uh, in okay. a way we are also uh, we are also uh, empowering women in the uh, uh, through this. <laughs> so it's also a message of women empowerment. Brilliant, brilliant. That sounds that sounds that, that that sounds amazing. So you have traditional um, uh, music, uh, attire, all the um, traditional elements. 
Wow. Mm. Okay. And, and local delicacies, obviously, um, which, which you mentioned. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Brilliant, brilliant. And what is the weather like in uh, in March uh, normally um, in, in, in in that area? Is it is it? Uh, March is a great time. That's the time when you can um, uh, in uh, for March is a very good time when you can. Uh, so it's a, it's it's the onset of spring in India. Okay. So that's the time, uh, you know, when it's not very cold and, and, and it's not very hot, of course, as well. So it's a brilliant time for a festival. The days are usually sunny, yeah. And I'm sorry, I, I could not address one of uh, to one of your questions. I'm sorry, uh, you asked me how did we expand from the goat villages to TGV hideouts. Mm-hmm. So uh, I would like to address that. Sure. So, yeah, so the, the moment, you know, we were able to, uh, as I said, despite being a for-profit organization, we generated a huge amount of social uh, uh, equity and visibility among the locals. Mm-hmm. So we started getting a lot of calls, inquiries, and applications from the locals from the far-flung uh, villages of Uttarakhand and around. And, uh, you know, interestingly, there are more than 647,000-plus villages in rural India, mm-hmm. which have a lot of unutilized space or rooms, to say. Yeah. And each village has a unique story to tell. So there we, we see a huge, uh, you know, um, uh, scope of expanding and reaching out to more lives through this kind of, uh, you know, uh, social impact tourism or uh, rural tourism. Mm-hmm. And we started, uh, you know, uh, partnering with locals and doing this skill development. So we have this new uh, brand called TGV Hideouts, where TGV stands for the Goat Villages and Hideouts is the new uh, brand for our uh, for our homestays, which we are uh, uh, scaling up. Mm-hmm. So each hideout is going to be, uh, uh, we've already started, by the way, with five uh, hideouts in five different de- destinations in Uttarakhand uh, uh, at the moment we have. Yeah. And each hideout uh, is um, typically in a village which uh, has a unique culture, a unique story to tell. The village host will reside there, but it will be a very basic and an open experience. But mm-hmm. as a guest, you can pay what you like in the hideouts. Right. Although in the goat villages, uh, the pay what you like offer is no more, but in the hideouts, you can, one can yeah. pay as one likes. Uh, and how are you? How how are you yourself involved with that? Do you do you train? Uh, do you build this up these homestays, or in which way are you yourself involved? So we're not uh, encouraging any new construction in these villages, or yeah. even if uh, any new uh, uh, construction. When I say not even any kind of. Uh, uh, sustainable or earth-friendly construction as well because mm-hmm. there is already enough inventory, enough houses in these villages yep. which are not utilized. Okay, so you just you just basically fix them up in such a way that they are traditional and can be used as a homestay or do you do more? Yes, yes. At the moment we are starting like these and but uh, we, we, we are working towards um, uh, you know, developing each hideout on a different theme. For example, yeah. uh, one of the hideouts we have in, in, in the state at the moment, we are calling it Freedom Village. Freedom Village, In okay. Hindi, it's Azad Gaon. Yeah. yeah, where we are working with reformed convicts from the jails. Okay. And we're doing this skill development and with uh, and the, with a small community of these reformed convicts, yeah. after this skill development, we are, we are going to revive an abandoned village and we're going to call call Hideout Freedom Village. So it will be the entire village uh, will be uh, managed and run by these local people. 
uh-huh. who are you know struggling to find an acceptance in the society even after coming out of the prison with a good score yeah so it's a, it's another social experiment we're going to do anyways and and other hideouts we are uh, going to have an hideout which will be india's uh, first plant based or vegan village then a hideout which will be uh, 100% permaculture village then a, and then a readers village writers village and and on different uh, each hideout will be on a different theme Okay okay that that and and I doubt of course you mm-hmm. will do what you like Yeah of course of course and and mm. uh, as this is run by local by local uh, teams uh, and you are growing and growing um how do you oversee um all the, all the um all the hideouts and all the villages at a certain point is that is that going to be difficult or you have an infrastructure in place or difficult in in what way Well um if you have now you have um uh, I believe something like nine or so nine different uh, villages and hideouts uh, and obviously you you yeah, mentioned that nine different destinations uh, yeah. yeah out of which five are hideouts yeah. two are escapes and yeah. two are the good villages right right and uh, you say there are in India itself there are thousands uh, of, of villages which might be Uh, suitable uh, for for this project so it have a huge potential yeah yes. huge potential and yeah. not just uh, tourism homestays each hideout each coach village is also doubling doubling up as a collection center and retail outlet for the local farm produce for bakri chap ah right okay so and, tourists coming mm-hmm. to these destinations is yep. also getting exposed to the kind of ecosystems where uh, the locals are growing you know uh, the traditional millet in, in a very pristine uh, landscape without the use of chemicals or pesticides mm-hmm. uh, although these small farmers or marginalized farmers we are working with under bakricha yep. they don't have, they don't yet have an organic certification okay. they, they, they don't have that certification but by default because of the landscapes and the resources they're growing with the, uh, the you know perennial water coming from the streams etc it's 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 very potent potent mm-hmm. so uh, interestingly a lot of uh, chefs a lot of hotels from north india the leading ones such as taj or um, jw marriott etc they are using bakri chap produce in their kitchen yeah. uh, we are selling the same produce uh, to the guests who are coming to these uh, goat villages and hideouts and then it's also available on amazon india and it's it's also being endorsed by some known wellness experts Ah, brilliant, brilliant. And yes, international yes, or not yet? Assistance. Are you going to uh, promote these? Pro- not yet. Pro- not yet. Not yet. But uh, okay. We aspire to. <laughs> sounds amazing. I must say, what what you're doing, and obviously you have been awarded uh, numerous um, times um, for this as well. Um, so so you know that um, it, it is obviously very successful and. Um, uh, fantastic to have you here on on, on the podcast um if um people want to find out more um about this uh, there's obviously the goatvillage.com and there's the uh, also the facebook pages twitter pages what what would be the best source for information um to find out more and to participate in um, in in the events or go to the goat villages Uh, yeah, the best source will be www.thegoatvillage.com. Then Bakri Chap has a separate website, Bakri Chap B A K R I C D V L A C H A P. Yeah. dot com. Then we have our uh, Facebook, Instagram, Instagram and Twitter handles, uh, Green People I N D, okay. which are quite active and are being managed by some some volunteers. Yeah. Okay, brilliant. So that's where can people be. can find out more yeah. about the event in uh, in March as well. How many people are you expecting? 
We're expecting, so the last uh, two editions, we were not, uh, the last two editions were uh, both were public uh, events, the last two seasons. Mm-hmm. So this year we are going to uh, keep it a little, uh, you know, uh, private that way. Mm-hmm. So we're expecting uh, somewhere between uh, 500 to 1,000 people in, in the season three next year. But in the last two seasons, we had more than 3,000 people coming wow. in from all the parts of Uttarakhand and, and, and tourists as well, as I said. Right. Did they have to pay an entrance fee to um, to participate in, in, in the festival? Or is it included in the uh, accommodation fee? Or how does that work? So the last two seasons, uh, there was no entry fee. This season, they might have to put something to restrict the entry. Yeah. And and uh, again, we'll be floating some information about it soon on our social media channel. Is there anything else uh, that you would like to say? Obviously, it was an absolute pleasure to have you on the um, on the podcast. Is there anything else that you would like to um, uh, promote or mention? Uh, the pleasure is all mine, Peter. I would like to invite you from then to come over to the Gold Finishes and oh, experience you. Uh, our hospitality and also these alternative ecosystems which we have created in the Himalayan hinterlands. Now, I would love to. Uh, I would love to uh, visit. I haven't been to India uh, myself. I actually just came back uh, <laughs> okay. from from Vietnam. My fiance has been to India and she loved it. So uh, no doubt that she will drag mm-hmm. me. Um, uh, uh, down there, but I'll be um, very happy to come and visit you as well. So, um, thank you very much for being on the podcast. Yeah, yeah thank you so much. Thank you, Peter. Good. I would like to add one thing. Sure. Uh, uh, if somebody w- also wants to check out the guest experiences, we have uh, TripAdvisor pages as well for all the goat villages. Mm-hmm. Okay, TripAdvisor, and just uh, search for the goat villages. So that was the podcast with Mani Mahesh of Green People and the Goat Village. It was fantastic to have him on the show where the links are concerned. I'll uh, put them in the show notes. You can find them underneath the podcast as well as on our website, which is podcast.earth. Thank you very much for listening and please tune in next time to a travel companion for the latest news in responsible and sustainable travel.